What's going on, Thrival, the fittest family? I know. It's been a while. One week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. Who's counting? Um, this is a big episode uh, for the boys. It's episode 50 of Thrive of the Fittest. can edit in some mm-hmm. applause there and drum roll, whatever it is, you know. Um, we're here with uh, Glenn Dawson. We're here with Ryan Butler. We're here with yours truly, Ross Poindexter. How's it going, guys? Great, man. Great. Doing, you doing awesome. I'm excited. Any, any like, apologies to uh, – to the viewers of like why we've been MIA for so long, any apologies? I mean, I don't really apologize to anybody. So, you know, do what I want. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I want to apologize and, and just tell you guys it's going to get better. Uh, and the reason why you're probably wondering like, why did Thrive of the Fittest not just keep banging out episodes? Yeah. We're on a mission to help millions of people and yeah. like those people getting help took priority over, um, you know, our side passion project, giving a lot of people a, a, an amazing knowledge base. Yeah. And I mean, we love the podcast and I'm glad to be back, but, uh, you know, we had to have three weeks of intense work to help millions of people. Yeah. And I'm excited to bring you guys this next episode. This is a great one. Episode 50, really looking forward to I, I feel like giving you guys. Can... Oh, you still gone. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, I'm looking forward to giving you guys, um, a deeper look at where Reset You came from. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's going to be or- origin story time. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like I'm part of the Marvel Universe now. I'm getting yeah. my own origin story. Wow. You are. Wow. This is very Marvel Universe-esque. He's basically Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. He came in like fourth, you know? Yeah. When you were saying though, like, like we've been helping people, do you think people are like sitting now? I'm like, oh, it's just an excuse. Like you still could have found 30 minutes in a week to to make a podcast. People no, all the time. No, okay, no. good. I no, hope, we didn't have I, 30 I, minutes to make a podcast. I, 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 it doesn't I, take 30 minutes to make, pod, to make a podcast. It takes 30 minutes of recording. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, hey, it takes I, I way sh- more time. I want to shout out my boy Sam though. He uh, DM me and he's like, "Yo." Y'all had a dope podcast, but you suck now because you've been gone for so long. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Shout out Sam. Slap in the face, but he's right. So we're here. Shout out to Sam. We're here for Should him. Should we get Sam? Sam reset you gear too? Yeah. Just cause? Just for calling us out? Yeah. He's giving us a little kick in the ass. I like Sam, it. Sam, tell us what t-shirt size you wear. We got you. If Sam's listening to this and he DMs. Comment. About that, comment and give us five stars and tell us your t-shirt size <laughs> at the end. If you do that, we're we'll going to send you. We're going to get you fitted. Fitted. We'll get you the stuff that only the Reset You Fitness Professionals yeah. have. <laughs> the most exclusive stuff. There's only going to be like six in existence in circulation. You'll have yeah. one of six. We'll literally put one, one of six on there for you. Wow. That shit's going to be worth so much money one day. Yeah, absolutely. Only six in existence. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's, let's just dive into it. Glenn, you want to start us off? I mean. Yeah. So origin story, guys. Just like every good character, there's an origin story. Yeah. Um, and we're going to go through all three of our origin stories. Yeah. Um, without keeping it like overwhelmingly boring, guys, because yeah. – 
we only got 30 minutes in this podcast and we want to make sure that you guys are entertained the entire time. Um, but we also want to let you guys know where we came, where we're coming from, you know, and, uh, you know, like who are these awesome people that I listen to all the time that just talk about why are we, why are we into fitness? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm going to start us off because I was the first one to get going, but pretty much, um, we're going to bring in other characters. We're going to bring in other characters and uh, show you guys, <laughs> you know, where Reset You comes from. And if this podcast brings you value, make sure you share it. But so Glenn Dawson. Well, this story starts off when I was five years old. I'm just joking. <laughs> not five years old. We're not going back there. Dude. But if anyone so, wants to publish this as a book too, that's listening, that'd be dope. I'd buy yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. So um, just my background, most people that are in fitness, they have like a good story. They have like a weight loss story or something. And like, yeah, I lost a lot of weight and I want to go help other people. Or they're like, you know, they got injured or like, I don't really have that. Um, I got injured in high school and I was always wondering like what I could do. And I was always very interested in the human body. Um, so after um, my job as a valet, I started working as a trainer and was really good off the bat had a lot of people come to me um that i didn't know how to train and failed a bunch of times to begin with uh i had to figure out how to train these people so i kept you know trading knowledge with other trainers even going outside the state training with other high profile trainers or trading other kind of knowledge with that went to school for it and then just kept gaining more and more and more knowledge and didn't want to let anyone be left behind almost like a fitness Batman uh, where I felt like it was my responsibility to get the people results because they were paying us. They're paying me. They put their trust in me and I wanted to make sure that that trust was taken care of. Now, as a trainer, I, uh, you know, also knew I was destined for big things. I wanted to be like this, like marketing guy and this hot shot. And I loved training, but I never thought that it would make enough money or I could help enough people. And I like was completely wrong. People kept telling me like, dude, you should do training. You should, why don't you just do training? Why don't you just do training? I was like, it's not enough. It's not enough. Um, and I got really good. And that's where Brandon came in. Um, the previous uh, business partner of mine from Reset U, super good guy came in and he actually taught me sales and made me a manager of like this big fitness corporation, which we're not going to name. Um, and I learned a lot there and got to be a high level manager there. And then they started treating us like shit, like a lot, like lying to you about being promoted four or five times and then call you out in a meeting and say that they never told you that when everybody in the room knows they told you that and then call you a liar. Um, to the point where I was in tears because I felt helpless. And no matter how hard I worked, how many hours I put in, how many weekends I gave to this company, I kept getting treated like shit. And I know you're probably like, well, Glenn, you probably weren't that good. But that's not true. Like the, the gentleman that was ahead of me um, had a pill addiction and embezzled over $80,000 they found from the company. Um, and would regularly leave work to go pop pills and not go to work and then tell one of the branches that he was there while he was at the other one when he wasn't 
and tell the other branch he was at the other one. So basically he was just chilling at home and telling everybody at these other locations that he's at the other location. And corporate kept letting him do it. All while, if there was anything bad in the company, he blamed Glenn for it. And I took the rap for that. And if there's anything good, he took the credit for it. This happened for like two years and I made it a decision in my head and a Reno rodeo, wildest, richest rodeo of the West. Big decision um, time. With Brandon, um, my best friend slash business partner at the time that like we were done. We were going to figure out a way to get out of this, make money and do something that we love that we're passionate about and help a lot of people. And we were literally in tears saying like, dude, you're too good for this. You're too good for this. Like, you don't deserve this treatment. You don't deserve this treatment. Um, and from that day in his orange Dodge Challenger, where we were pre-gaming to go into the rodeo and get blackout drunk, we decided that we weren't going to have it anymore. And literally like the next day hung over, went to a coffee shop and started writing down what we're best at. What sets us ablaze? What gives us the biggest fire? Um, and what we found was that we like helping people get results. Being in the gym industry, you see so many people come into the gym and not get results. You see so many people sign up for a trainer and not get results. You see so many people get a nutritionist and not get results. And then we see them afterwards and they're devastated and they blame themselves and they've lost hope because they did everything they were supposed to do and just didn't get the results that they were supposed to get. And it all comes down to them having a specific plan. There's just so many people that don't give out specific plans to get cookie cutter crap that works for them, or they give what their high school football coach taught them, or they give what they saw in a magazine. Um, and it just doesn't help everyone. And we truly wanted to make sure that every single person got success and that they were paying for success. Um, and that's day in that coffee shop where we spent a good five to six hours writing down what reset you would become. And literally what it is, is it's, it's a place where people can go and get results. Um, fast forward to about a year working on it. At the time it was called tools of fitness. Cause we like puns like reset you with the letter U. Uh, we're big on puns and tools of fitness was our first everything. We were so pumped because we were tools. We like to joke around but we're also going to give you the tools of fitness genius name. If anyone wants the rights to it, let me know. I'm willing to bargain for it. We still have the rights to it. Um, but, um, yeah, we, we had, uh, another business partner come in that really didn't like, he loved us, but didn't love the, the product. Still a super good dude that didn't work out. And I ended up leaving. I, I, uh, that company, I wrote my, girlfriend at the time a love letter because she just left to go to school in las vegas and said by september 15th 2016 i will be in vegas with you and she gave me three months to work on the business and then on two weeks before that i gave in my notice after making the biggest paycheck i've ever made with that company and they were like glenn what are you doing like you just set records and just made all this money like why would you leave now it's just getting good you're good, your paychecks are going to be even better all the time. I was like, because I'm destined for more. Um, and also I didn't tell them this, but I was like, you guys treated me like shit way too long. <laughs> Took me for granted way too long. Um, and it was tough, dude. Uh, admittedly, like I, I left and went to Vegas, didn't have any friends there. I had like 
my, my wife's girlfriend at the time's family. Um, and I was leaving my business partner and I, I promised him I'd, I'd meet him every, you know, week or so, uh, or every, sorry, month I'd be there for like a week or so and fly back up to, to Reno or drive back up it's a seven hour drive, um, just to go see him. And then I completely immersed myself in reset you or tools of fitness at the time. And this was going to be like my boot camp. This is going to be my trial so I can help people. Um, this is also where I met a good friend, uh, Ross Poindexter, which we'll talk about his story in just a second. Um, but he had, I just met him and it was, it was awesome because, uh, when he tells you guys his story and where he came from, uh, like you'll understand like where he came from to where he is now, but literally like Ross and I were building reset you without even knowing it in a coffee shop in Las Vegas going to the coffee shop first thing in the morning after like working out, working till like 12 or one o'clock in the afternoon and then lifting, eating some food uh, while we watch one episode of flash <laughs> only one. And then we would go back to a different coffee shop and then work for another four to five hours and put in even more time. So basically just doing double days, come home, eat dinner and then do even more work. Um, Cause that's what it took. Uh, and Basically, long story short, we found out Tools of Fitness failed because the only people that wanted to buy from us were people that were looking to get bigger biceps. And that's not who we actually help. That's not who we're best at. Um, turns out if you want bigger biceps, all you got to do is eat more and um, curl a little bit longer. That's it. Uh, we were there to help people with chronic pain and hormonal imbalances that could actually help them lose weight. So we've busted our asses, found a new name called Reset You, and then we started to have some success. But I want to turn it over to Ross so you guys can hear about where he came from and where, you know, we got to actually, like, build Reset You together in the coffee shop. Yeah, man. It's pretty crazy. Talking about it right now, it's pretty nuts. But basically, for me, it was like... I don't know. In college, I was just... I didn't really have a clear vision on what I wanted to do right I I was taking the classes that I needed to get a degree I was in a fraternity I partied all the time uh, I, was, I was known as like a pretty big party guy in college uh, so I was doing that that was that was my degree I was and you know after college though like towards the end so like during college you know I would work jobs I, I, I worked at this Jim, that we're not saying the name of um i feel like we've said the name on a podcast before but this episode we're not saying the name um and i like kind of knew glenn and brandon like we worked at different um locations right like, yeah, yeah yeah and then i was your manager for a little bit like at yeah. that location but what was your like motherfucker <laughs> what was your perception of me at first um, dude, I don't remember. I, I, like, I, I met you once. I mean, I just knew you were like a, a top trainer at the other location. And then you came over to this location, um, that I was at and, uh, and we Can I like, tell you my perception of you at first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably going to be pretty like, accurate too. <laughs> no, no. I was like, dude, this guy, he has great shoes. He looks just like Dave Franco. And I was like, <laughs> He has great hair. I was like, this guy's the only guy I've ever met that has better hair than me. 
good job, Ross. <laughs> and then um, when I got to the, the gym that you were working at, it was the clusterfuck. It was the worst run gym I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And then I found out working with you that you would like show up hungover yeah. and just go take naps in closets in closet. and, on of, <laughs> and on top of mats like yeah and go hide in dark places i would and i was like that. this is really like this is this actually happens like this is the worst run organization i've ever seen in my life how <laughs> is this really, actually possible to happen i would and i kept thinking in my life like man i would never hire this guy <laughs> i would party with him but i would never hire him i was that was kind of the the vibe my vibe was like people like oh great guys super fun to talk to you super fun to hang out with and party with but there's not a not a reliable dude when it came to that and like yeah at the gym i would literally come in on the, on a sunday and i had i had a little more like i'd been there for a while so i'd be like hey can you go watch the front desk for like an hour or two i'm gonna go sleep <laughs> i'm gonna go sleep for a little bit and uh always got away with it and that was kind of my thing i don't know i like never got in trouble for that stuff but so like I remember when we graduated college, I remember there was a stint over summer. Like my my lease was up uh, um, and me and my buddies had just been like partying for like two weeks straight, like some crazy number. Like it was not good. And then I just remember the the moment when I was just sitting there with everybody and I was like, dude, this sucks. What am I doing? And I was like, I'm going to I'm going to move tomorrow. I'm going to like leave. And I packed my bags and I left and uh, started just applying for jobs. Um, I could just in my degree, like in the Bay Area, I was going out like all suit and tie and shit, looking all fancy and, and going into these in- interviews in the Bay Area. Trying to trap somebody. But dude, even, <laughs> Trying to fool them. <laughs> even then, like I would turn my, my uh, business trip or like the interviews into parties i would like invite my friends to come with me and we would get hotels like in the city and like i'd do the interview and then they would text me like hey when are you coming back i'm like oh fuck this thing i'm coming right back and we just go party dude so that was like my mindset but i knew that i i needed to make like a, a change like mentally just to to move on and like change like the my crowd and who i was hanging out with and, and, and do that kind of stuff um, and then, so I was living back home with my, with my family or with my dad, um, in like the Sacramento area. And my whole mindset was like, I'm moving to the Bay area. I had no reason why I was just like, that's where I'm going. It was just like, who would want, who would say that it's the most like expensive place ever. But anyways, I, uh, I was driving to my mom's place and I was on I was like going to like my birthday party. Like she was like having like a birthday dinner for me. And I was driving over talking to my buddy, uh, my buddy Reed on the phone. He was on speakerphone. Don't worry. Hands-free driving. But I was at a stoplight. <laughs> I got I to gotta tell the people I follow rules. But I was at a stoplight and he was like trying to convince me to move to Vegas during this conversation. And all of a sudden I had a car hit me from behind um, going like 40 miles an hour and just completely um, screwed up my car, totaled it. My Ford Escape was like in half, right? And uh, and like I hit my head and my phone flew off. My buddy on the phone, all here, it was an explosion. Um, and like the lady behind me was like bleeding from her mouth. I'm like me and the cop, there's a cop close by. Me and the cop, I got to help her out. Long story short, 
um, no idea why, but I took that as a sign. I was like, yo, Reed, I'm coming to Vegas. I don't know what I'm going to do there. Um, so I got, I got some money from the, um, the car, um, the, that got totaled and everything like that. Um, and so I bought like a, a shitty car on Craigslist and I was like packing up my car, moving to Vegas. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like an hour into my 10 hour drive, my shitty car that I got on Craigslist broke down in the mountains in uh, Tahoe at like nine at night or some shit. <laughs> and, um, I was like, oh, if that's not a sign to just stay, I don't know what it is. But I was like, no, screw this. I'm still going. I called up my ex-girlfriend. I was like, hey, come pick me up. I'm in the mountains. And uh, I rented a car the next day. And then I moved to Vegas. And then I, this is where Damn. I don't even know how I got connected with Glenn. But I like didn't really have a place to stay <laughs> at all. And I think I like, I don't, I still don't remember, but I got connected with you somehow, Glenn. And like, you, you were going to like, let me sleep in your spare bedroom um, that, that you and Brianna had. And I, I didn't know you that well. I knew her more than I knew you actually. Um, and then that's kind of how I met you. And then kind of how I got into that same grind. We were just kind of like unknowingly working on reset you together. And, and I was working on myself and that's that's kind of how we got into the loop you know there's a lot of stuff that's gone on since then but that's kind of the origin well dude there's another thing too like on top of that um you had to make a decision and it was weird because like you were this party guy who had to go from like being a party guy to like all of a sudden yeah living with a dude who does nothing but work yeah and that's it like i didn't party like it was like i was done i was yeah. i was over i was 28 no, I was like, I'm done, dude. I'm there's nothing. All I want to do is make this company successful and change a bunch of lives. Right. Give a shit about anything else. Um, so it was like from partying to like 100% work ethic. And then I remember you had a, a job, like a corporate job. It was like the last trial for you. Um, you had a corporate job offer where you would have made like a hundred thousand a year starting out. Yeah. Um, either that or work with one of our entrepreneur friends and you chose the entrepreneur and like passed up the job. And then that began another year or two of like not making money, Bro. trying to figure out how to, how it worked. You want to know where my head was in that too? There was times like, cause I, I was making money for like a long time and it was so hard. Like mentally, I like, could not pay bills. I remember there was like times when I would just like rip shots of alcohol, of, like vodka at like noon, just cause I was so stressed, uh, yeah. like, not paying bills and shit. And it was, it was terrible. I like took so out you guys a bunch know, of credit that, cards. It was, it was hard, man. It lasted longer than you guys may think too. It was like two years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Why, why did you turn down that job? Dude, I just, I, Honestly, for me, going through the job interview process, like in the Bay Area, um, and I would like, I would prepare for him. Like I, I said, I was like party, like turning him into party trips, but I'd like prepare for him. And I would, I would walk in and I would uh, make a good case for the job. And they literally would like say the same thing that we were saying before. Like, yo, you're like the coolest guy that we've ever interviewed, but there's like more qualified people for the job. And I'm like, all right. 
whatever. And then this one, the one in Vegas that I got the offer for, it's a cool job, but it was like a two month process, like job process. And I, like, I wasn't like making money. And I was like, yo, I, I, I feel like this is like just a ridiculous process. I, I hate this, like trying to like prove myself to these other people to give me a chance. And then once I like was between that crossroads of like, you know, go the entrepreneur route or go this corporate route. I was like, dude, I mean, I feel like I'm going to make it on my own. I don't want to work for anybody. I don't want to like prove, prove myself to you because I know I could do it. And that's why I turned it down ultimately. So it's pretty wild. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. I had yeah. no idea about that. Yeah. Pretty nuts. Yeah. It's, it's super nuts, dude. Yeah. Um, so then we got reset you to some, some success. We don't, we, we have like another failure before then, but right. um, this was about the time when um, I, I, I was regularly visiting Reno um, and my, my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, uh, she had PT school, like a clinical in Reno. And I got to meet Ryan and I remember him being like, we were at a local gym in Reno called Eagle Fitness. It's funny we'll how we stay, that there. Yeah. we stay there name because we love Eagle Fitness. <laughs> we um, love Eagle. It's like my Instagram post. How about that? That's weird. I mean, I love, I love the other gym too. Like they get, they gave me a lot. So I can't be too mad. They gave me everything that I have and put me where I'm at right now. So I'm extremely grateful for that. Uh, I don't like the way I was treated and I don't think anybody should treat like that, but um, that's what led you here, bro. That's yeah, they hear. gave me they gave me a lot of gifts though. Um, yeah, so I met Ryan at Eagle Fitness, and Brandon, uh, best friend slash business partner, actually told me about him. He's like, "This guy's awesome. I love him. He's the best. Yeah. He's always happy. He's always he's always happy." Blah blah blah. Um, which uh, I found out the same thing. I remember that. Yeah, I found out he's actually not always happy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, who is? But, uh, who is? <laughs> but uh i remember meeting the first day and he's doing a ton of stretching and all this like functional shit and i was like oh mad respect because a lot of trainers just lift heavy shit and they don't do like functional stuff and i was like dude i like this guy i like him i like his style he's super happy he likes to help people and he's like yeah and he's like and i'm going to a mastermind and i was like oh and he's he's trying to be like an entrepreneur and like he's trying to learn more and so we were like dude we should we should hire this guy and at the time like we were killing it so much that we needed another person. Yeah. And like, we were like, who the fuck are we going right. to get that like knows how to do what we can do and also can do like sales and like talk to people and, in, and enroll them in like, Hey, this is the best thing for you. We can change your life with this. Um, and also like come through on that message. Like also, you know, live by what they said. And we like interviewed him and talked to him. I remember we did a, I <laughs> said we did like a Jersey, uh, like a sign and trade for a free agent in front of a coffee shop. And I was like, right. I was pumped. It was literally like two years ago. So excited because we got to train somebody. And it's actually like really, really exciting to train somebody because you get to like watch them blossom and watch them grow. Um, and Ryan, dude, like to, to your credit, dude, you are like the happiest dude I've ever met. Like, there's a lot of people that, you know, may have more than you but I don't know too many people that are happier than you or enjoying life at the same level that you are. And oh, well, that shit is infectious. It's, it's toxic, bro. Um, 
you could thank uh, my friend Mary Jane. She's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so much more than that, bro. No, you've I know. Gone, I know. You've gone weeks, months without that friend. And still, like, you're just living life to the fullest, dude. And, and the coolest part about you is, like, um, at Reset You, like, we genuinely care about people. And we just onboarded um, Chloe Kelly as a new member of the team. And the reason um, besides like her passion for fitness and nutrition was because she literally said like, I want to help people. I went through, like, she was that person who had the autoimmune disorder. She's like, I want to help people uh, that have gone through what I went through. I don't want to have people that go through that stuff. And that's the coolest thing about Ryan and Ross um, is they have humongous hearts and they care so much about people getting results at the end of the day. Um, it's not about the money for them. It's about getting people results at a high level. And like that is completely transparent in you, Ryan. And that was so cool. And we we're so grateful to bring you on and, and help us grow. Um, so like we brought you on, trained you. Brandon and I did a ayahuasca trip in Colombia. It was fucking amazing. And you guys took over the entire company by yourselves. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, that was crazy. It was the best feeling to to have you guys take over help all those people have everything run the way it was supposed to um and have everybody still get results while we're like you know finding wait, ourselves with yeah. god wait ryan um, where was your head at though like during during all this yeah honestly like so yeah like i met brandon first actually at eagle fitness uh and honestly all we would do is just bullshit about baseball or yeah. like random sports and then get like in like debates like loud debates in the middle of the gym about like the Chargers and Niners or like just the Yankees or just sports in general. Yeah. And like just the bullshit about it. And then um, I honestly like had no clue. Like I'd see Glenn around, I'd see Brandon around. I knew they'd run a business and I'd watch their videos on YouTube and on uh, Facebook and like, damn, I like these guys. And honestly, I think it was the first video I saw was Brandon talking about bacon. And I was like, bro, this guy gets it. <laughs> guy, a lot of videos on bacon. Yeah, like this guy <laughs> understands it. No, it's just uh, – but honestly, like before that, I had no no idea what I wanted to do. Like I was kind of – I was a teacher at the time, actually. I just graduated college. Uh, thought about changing my major in my senior year probably like 12 times because I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and then just, yeah, went into – personal training because honestly I got kind of chunky I got comfortable in life in college and you know put on that freshman 20 every single year um and then changed my life with just fitness you know and that's basically it's kind of like the basic story why people get into fitness like Glenn said you know you, you have a crazy life-changing experience um you see it and then you want him to help other people see that same thing in themselves yeah and that's what i really like doing um but i had no freaking clue how to do it like i took the personal training test like i'm smart enough like to pass that shit did it really good was like talking to people but as far as like getting clients knowing sales knowing how to market myself go i like i had no clue how to do any of that shit and um and i've heard things about especially the gym that we must not we must not be named <laughs> yeah. um, about how shitty it was to work at those places. So like I avoided going to that, the big box gyms at all costs. Right. And, 
you know, I'm so thankful I did because that's what led me right into uh, meeting Brandon and Glenn and, and you. And, you know, yeah. everyone at Reset U is just because I was kind of just doing things on my own, floating through being a trainer, you know, maybe doing it 10 hours a week, 15 hours a week, not much. Um, kind of side stuff. Yeah, it was all just side work at the time because I, I was still trying to figure figure my life out. I knew I loved helping people. Like, I, I saw a few people get some pretty dope results. Yeah. Um, and, like, I was an athlete, so I always, you know, kind of had that athletic background. So I liked, you know, the physical fitness aspect of it. But I had no idea what I really wanted until I had that interview, honestly, with uh, Brandon and Glenn. And it was, it was pretty pretty crazy because, like, they sat me down at the coffee shop and we were like, look, this is what we do. This is how we do it. This is why this is like our goal. And like, it was so clear and like precise that I was like, dang, that's exactly the shit I, I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, that's exactly what I'm, I'm all for. And so, yeah, and that's, that's where we're kind of led into. And, um, I just started, you know, learning and that was, that was kind of the big, big process. It was all just a growth mindset of just trying to learn more, go into everything, knowing that I don't know much and that Glenn's going to teach me something or Brandon's going to teach me something new. And, um, and that's exactly what happened basically. And that's what, uh, honestly, like, I don't think, honestly, I don't think if I'd be as good of, well, I know I wouldn't be as good of a trainer. I don't even know if I would still be training as much as I am now, if it wasn't for Glenn like just teaching me everything, how to reset people, how to help athletes get better, how to, you know, reset hormones and, and get people out of pain. Like all this shit just blew my mind. And like the books, you know, can only do so much, but actually learning it and then seeing it work on clients. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. It's like, it's night and day. Uh, so yeah, that's basically what happened. And then at, at the time they went on the ayahuasca trip, I was jealous out of my mind. Uh, like, <laughs> I just heard, heard it on Rogan. Like, they were talking about it and I'm like, I want to try that shit. That seems so cool. <laughs> um, and then they went, yeah. And it went off back fund at it. the time, right? If you and, if you and Ross want to do one, it's only like three grand, bro. I, I'll fund it. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, let's go, bro. <laughs> Ross, Ross is like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> no, Party no. Ross is still in there a little. Yeah, I know Party <laughs> Ross is still alive. No, like, yeah, like, I'll, you know, Party Ross will come out uh, special occasions, you know. Um, yeah. But I feel like when, <laughs> this, the thing that we all kind of like had in common on our journeys was like you can't be afraid of the unknown you know what I mean like we all were just super like just motivated to be the best versions of ourselves not really sure what the end destination is gonna be but knowing that the journey has to like start at some point otherwise you know we'll just be unhappy you know for the rest of our lives yeah that's pretty deep damn but yeah man put that on t-shirt yeah i think we all successfully found a way to have an outward focus and and help other people um and provide a lifestyle at the same time right like the biggest thing there's there's months where like oh i haven't made money from reset you right (laughs) Um, there's been plenty of them. Um, absolutely. And like the only thing that's kept me going and kept us going is like, dude, we're here to help these people. These people need help. Yeah. Like we're here to get them results. Um, and, uh, that's been the biggest thing, but I got some questions though, Ryan, like, so you didn't know 
that we were like consistently like interviewing you like for weeks in advance no no bro i had no idea i was just, i would like talk to you about shit and then i talked to brandon about shit that was like these guys are cool like they're yeah, like you know gym guys that, yeah that, that just like want to talk and you're you're definitely the hot girl at the bar and we just kept like you know approaching you asking you questions well i appreciate that i appreciate kept giving you just you know. the tip <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i like i took it and i took it full on you know hey <laughs> yeah yeah, before we, like, interviewed you, we already kind of did. We already knew. Yeah. Um, that's a blessing, too, because I already got to, like, interview Ross, too. I got to fucking live with him. For, like, yeah, live, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Together. I don't even know if that was an interview. We were just kind of living together. For, yeah. Forced interviews. Getting now. to know okay. each other, filming, like, filming reset use stuff and working on stuff. That's yeah, basically. Basically. Um, do, you, do you guys even have, like, when you guys were living together, do you guys have, like, the uh, – idea of reset you and like oh we're gonna go and film all this shit and do this like written out or was it all just kind of yeah cool right? film yeah. this or yeah yeah I mean, we already like, on that like stuff. a list of like every workout like we just refilmed like our new workouts what you guys did in reno but um we've been using like the same um like how-to workout videos since like 20 the ones we filmed like in 2016 in vegas right mm-hmm. yeah so it's pretty gnarly. Yeah, 2016 or 2017. It was like one of those years. Yeah, definitely 2016. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was good times, dude. Yeah. Um, I'm very grateful for both of you guys and the fact that we get to help so many people. Yeah, I'm grateful for you Huge. guys, bro. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's been it's been it's like cool. I said, like we've we don't we still don't know what like our, our end destination is gonna be. You know, we got an idea, but the journey's been uh, it's been a wild ride. Yeah, and shout out to Brandon too. Yeah. Um, because like without yeah. Brandon, um, like half the shit that we have right now wouldn't have been possible. Yeah. The dude, yeah, literally trained me in like sales and marketing, and yeah. I wasn't like yeah. without sales and marketing guys. Just so you know, we can't like get to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can't run a business. It doesn't matter how good of trainers we are. We're really, really, really good, but. We can't well, help anybody. No well, one knows also, about us. Also, Brandon was on like the first half of these podcasts. I've been too. <laughs> yeah, the bot of thunder. Yeah, the bot. Yeah, of thunder, baby. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's he's an instrumental dude. So you got um, half, you got us halfway to fifty. So yeah. So guys, like, um, if you haven't already, go follow the bot of thunder on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and he's, us, of course. He's a he's always family. Oh yeah. Uh, but he, he left just so you guys know, um, to go pursue a career in comedy. He's funny guys, super fuck. talented. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing guys, when you, when you run a business, it's impossible to, to have like your passion slash job to do what, like the hours that me and Ryan and Ross put in, you can't do comedy at the level Brandon wants to do. Yeah. Um, and Brandon does comedy legitimately for five nights a week and is writing every single day. When you run a business that you just don't have time in the day for that kind of dedication. Right. Um, so dude, I wish him the best. I know he's going to be super successful, but like once can do thank, thank you to him who was there at the very beginning and his challenger. Um, when I was in tears, you know, he was there to like, 
make sure all the programs and everything worked. He was there to help Ross with nutrition and me with sales and like me with nutrition as well. Like, and also put out a fuck ton of videos for us and content and help so many people. And then like scouted out Ryan. Like he really helped us build a ton of stuff. So shout out to the bot of thunder on Instagram. If you guys haven't already followed him. Hell yeah. Go follow. But yeah, guys, if, uh, if you guys get any takeaway from this, just don't be, uh, don't be afraid to get after it. Whether it's like a weight loss journey, like you don't know what, how you're going to get there. Just start it. Good, things are, gonna, good things are going to come. Yeah. Or if you're thinking, thinking about building a business. Yeah. Hell yeah. Business. Yeah. Of course. If you're thinking about building a business or going after your dream, um, it's like time to do it. Like everyone's saying like corn, like best, the best biggest companies are started during this quarantine stuff. Well, and you don't have much time, guys. If you're trying to build a business, you don't got time to wait. It's not It's not going to come today or tomorrow. You got a passion you want to do. Say you love to do art and you want to paint. And you just want to do it on the side and make money. Go do it now. Yeah. And, and honestly, because it's a passion, it's going to be okay if you fail. It's something you're fun at. Pretty it's going to be okay. Dude, yeah. I failed more times than anybody that's listening to this podcast. Dude. uh at trying to help people yeah <laughs> like, no for real that's one thing that like i always look back on now and like like you know we talk on here how we talk about gratitude all the time but like one thing i'm like just so grateful for is like just all the mistakes and the failures and the struggles the taking shots of vodka at noon to feel better just like that kind of stuff it helps you just appreciate um you know where you're at now you know yeah, definitely, dude. Definitely. Yeah. All the tears, all the times we swiped our credit card and didn't know oh. if it was going to go through. Yeah, we started on that. <laughs> uh, all the times that, like, I knew at the end of the month I wasn't going to get a paycheck. Like, everything, dude. Like, everything that we've done to get to this point, it's all been worth it. Yeah. All the struggle makes this time sweet. All the good times sweeter. Uh, well, that's why yeah. we can enjoy this conversation so much, bro. Exactly. <laughs> why we can enjoy episode 50. Um, got, got, it's been a while. It's been fun, though. Time, time flew by on this one. You guys have anything else to say? No. No? All right. No, so let's let's cue into next time's podcast. So the next podcast, guys, coming at you. Just a quick preview of what we're going to do next week because this is a weekly thing from here on out. Yeah. We the have next the next one. three planned out. We've never we've never had the next one planned. This is the first <laughs> time we can do a preview for the next one because we've never been this prepared to podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So your next podcast preview <laughs> is how being weird makes you successful. We just leave it at that, cut it off. We're gonna edit just like a boom boom boom. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Dun, dun, dun. Perfect. <laughs>